This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Swings. I see the boy Swings done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it basement podcast. It's time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Manny. Damn, son, where'd you find this? I just got a Raiders pillowcase, actually, from the 90s. On Ooh. eBay, like nine bucks. Put the headphones Put the in his ear. No, I'll wait now to hear you. Put the headphones in his ear. What is Zappy doing? The volume, I think. Nah, he's fucking with us. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I get it, he's showing on I'm back. Better than ever. Sound kind of happy, actually. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures in over a hundred possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Yo, what it do, baby? Baby, what it do? Baby, what it do? What? Ladies, cover your ears. I'm just kidding, but have an open mind. What? Don't act like y'all never watched porn or have or have had sex toys. We're all freaks out here and sexually open. It's 2020. And it was a quarantine and now it's COVID times. Dating during a global pandemic is kind of tough. Now with these COVID times, it's time to get back your stamina, practice and work on your sex game. Get you back out into the wild, into the dating life. That's why Keep It Basement has partnered up with 
Fleshlight. Go to Fleshlight.com and use the discount code KIB for 10% off any purchase of a Fleshlight product. Fleshlight has products for all types of people, whether guys or girls, straight or gay, whatever, they have it all. With the purchase of a Fleshlight using the KIB discount code, not only are you supporting business, you're supporting small business while having a good time doing so. Go to Fleshlight.com and use the discount code KIB for 10% off. Fleshlights make for the perfect gift, whether it's a bachelor party, bro's birthday, or even your significant other's birthday or special celebration. Ladies, I know there could be a stigma here, but say you were going on vacation or you weren't around for a few weeks or days, wouldn't you rather have your man use a fleshlight than another girl? Wouldn't you rather you come home and see your man using a fleshlight instead of having another girl over uh, being unfaithful? I, I mean, put two and two together here. What, what would you rather have? And also keep it basement. What? <laughs> yeah, it's been recorded. This is keep it basement. <laughs> With Mike Sweeney, Alex Nicholas, and Tom Zaffy, and we are back better than ever. And I might seem happy, but I'm not. And Alex is very happy, and he's in a quiet basement room. Mike Sweeney's in the basement per usual, wearing the classic black shirt and Raiders hat. And comedy is alive and well. Just kidding, it's not well, but it is kind of alive. So we want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. Shout out to our friends and to Mickey Gall, spread love. It's tough to spread love in these times because basically the world's on fire. But we gotta try yeah. our best. Gotta try our best, you know. Especially if Dave Portnoy of Barstool can interview the president, and we can fucking do anything. Well, it goes to show that people like people they can relate to in a way who are successful, but at the same time would like to have a beer with you in a bar. Like he's one of those guys who's approachable, and you feel like you could have a beer with him somewhere. And the same with Charlamagne. Look at the people interviewing Biden and Trump. It's people who are media personalities who have a huge audience and who relate to hip hop culture and relate to sports culture. So, well, it's people- also the president is a media personality. <laughs> that's exactly it. The president's a celebrity. People don't get that. It's like, why is Trump president? Why is Bill Gates funding for fucking these vaccines? Because celebrity and money is the United States. We're obsessed with that. Yeah. Dude, it's, it, it blows my mind every time. I, I, I still, like, like, which is also, it's also cool to see that it's pushing the the common celebrities some of the common celebrities that have a voice into a different stratosphere politically too if that makes sense you know what i mean like like the people that uh like the people that are the every i'm your everyday joe fucking famous people are the ones that are like on this huger platform speaking up for like what like i think the majority of us believe in which is good what's hilarious is Schultz was saying something you're saying, but he said that Schumer's career fell off, so she became a political activist. And I actually <laughs> see that. Like how, like, he's like, what does she know about certain things that she talks about? <laughs> yeah, I, you, she also got, like, mad free time, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. She just, had, she just had a baby. You know what I mean? Married, like, had a but how many people fall off a little bit and use, like, Black Lives Matter or other shit to put to get back on? Or Especially if they're white. You want to you get- you don't fall off. You want to get in the good graces, but like it also, I, I made this comment like in a, in conversation before with like another friend where I was like, you do understand that we're in the, what about me era, right? Exactly. Yeah. Attention. You know what I mean? Where it's no matter what the subject is, there's a dude in the background that's just like, what about blah, 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 blah. And it's and right now it's just, everybody wants to be included. Yeah, the, the tension error. Everybody's literally like, don't forget about me. 
and sometimes that even branches out into even though you're a comic you're starting to become an activist like it's like yeah i'm not saying that it's it can't be done but it's like nowhere in your comedy before has there ever been like a breakout into a monologue about political activism or anything of the sort so the fact that this is coming out of left field lets me know you're trying to stay within the conversation, I think. You know, like, like, like I I can't fault anybody for that either. You know what I mean? Like, 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 she's also in a different stratosphere than I am. I'm doing something wrong, obviously. She's not, but that's also how it comes across. You know yeah, I don't, I, mean? I, don't, I don't hate on it. I just thought that was funny you said that because he's kind of big himself and he should honor, which is funny. But I think it's positive that, inspiration. It doesn't seem genuine. Yeah, I could see where he comes from. No, I'm saying, like, if we're really being real, it's just like, yeah, we're coming from, you're talking to comics here. It's like, yeah, where where the, the, the cliche, like, quote is tell the truth. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just like, bro, if you, if you if you really behind some shit, I really feel like you would have mentioned it in in in, in, a, in a special, in and in in, you know what I mean? Like, in a sketch, yeah. in, a, in, in anything. You know what I mean? Not saying in your personal life that you don't, believe that but it's like when you get into something that heavy like yeah like i would think you would leave some notes here and there that you're with that type of shit i was making a joke i was saying white guilt they feel bad and they have to like promote it because if they don't they'll get shit so some people will have to like celebrities will have to promote certain things because if not the shit for it which is phony certain people should have stayed quiet about it too yeah you know what i mean Like, like, like 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 certain people really should have stayed quiet like like, like, I get it. Like, but it's also like an ego trip too when you think about it. Because, like, have you seen certain people post about like Black Lives Matter? It'll be like, you know, I just feel me of all people should actually speak out and say. And you're like, wait, who are you though? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, if it's wrong and you're not fucking with that, that's great. You know what I mean? But it's like certain people almost took it like they had to write a goddamn Harry Potter book. <laughs> Not to make it about me, but I thought it was awkward too when people put status up like if you're not saying anything, you're part of the problem. Like white girls who like, the, like yeah. white girls on my feet would be like, if you're silent during this, you're you're racist. And I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. Like some people might not be political. You know what no, I mean? No, no, most def. Like it should. Like to me, you don't even have to be political to understand racism. Yeah, it's a human rights issue. It's either you support it or you think it's outdated and repulsive yeah you know i mean yeah. like there is no middle ground like there is no somebody where it's like you need it but i understand it's like it's one or the other like you don't you really don't have to uh I, to me i chalk it up to just simple right and wrong you know but uh yeah right now i think every celebrity whether they want to admit it or not is on this train of let me go and show beyond a reasonable doubt that you can't ever point at me and ruin my career like you're doing to this guy right next to me. Same with you businesses. Know, Same with businesses. They sign Nike. They have all black athletes. If they don't do anything, they look terrible. So they, they would look hard. terrible, but at the same time, it's like, bro, it really took up until now for you to put a little message on your website. Like, it, it took all the way up until right now that, 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 you know, like, it's funny to me. It's just, I don't know. Like, like time, the timing is impeccable. 
like this, the same way they they go about like, like people talk about God, where it's like you, he doesn't come when you call; he comes right on time. It's really like motherfuckers are really just coming at the last second. Like, hey, 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 we don't hate black people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said something and it got a lot of feedback in my DMs. I said that I trust comedians more than anyone. I really believe that they're like more truer than a journalist, and they're honest. They might make a joke out of something and make light of it. At the same yeah. time, they're you know giving a reaction and also talking about something that's real well yeah i would also say i would I would also specify that statement and say i would trust good comedians true <laughs> like like Chappelle rock like i thought what they did was brilliant what they did back in the day and now like they'll have a racist become a fan and like see what they think is wrong like about like the certain skits they did about the confederate flag about the racist skits that Chappelle did and chris rock it will turn a conservative or redneck from Alabama who hates black people into a fan of Chris Rock and Chappelle and then realize, holy shit, like this is kind of fucked up. And I think that's true comedy. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's all it is, is you're taking subject matter, a situation, anything, a, a photograph of someone's life per se, and you're dissecting it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's what's crazy about X, Y, and Z and why it is. And you know, like, but yeah, I think uh, I, I personally think this was the year where everybody realized that as comfy as we all live in, it's still socially crazy behind. You know what I mean? Like, like I think that that you didn't need a comedian for that. This yeah, definitely year, some parts of the yeah, world. This year, you didn't need that. Like, I think it was because of the internet and i think because of what we have access to now and live streaming and unedited just mainstream media never got a hold of what you're about to put out is getting put out there well smith said something like that you're, yo you're seeing what's really going on bro it's like yo it's almost like the 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 dude that you don't know two seats down on the train his camera phone is way more trustworthy than 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 cnn yeah, and Will Smith said racism never went away. It's just being filmed more on social media. It's the same concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is why it's like if you bring it full circle and you bring it back to like Trump and the president and the whole fake news thing, it's like, <laughs> it's funny. yeah, dude, I understand what you're saying, but what you're saying right now is irrelevant. Like, like you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. the dude has always been saying some shit that we all already knew. Like, like, like and that. I just think that that 2020 is the year where people that are uh, maybe not that bright have to physically see it themselves for them to understand. Yeah. And you just got to restructure everything. It's going to be rebuilding everything, which is going to be weird. But Going back what you were saying to Portnoy and Charlemagne doing interviews with presidential candidates, people have a problem with that, but I don't because I feel like they give the best interviews. I don't know why. I feel like, they're less biased than some asshole at CNN or Fox. You know what I mean? Yeah, the thing is why when – the way it's seen if a media personality interviews someone who's, like, I guess important, although he's really – I mean, he is because of the, the title he has and the fucking seat he's in, but he's really a dipshit, just like the rest of them. Like, Portnoy could be looked at as a dipshit or a it's all connections. He's worth $50 million. He created a giant, you know, mogul network. Trump could be looked at as a genius because he became the president, and he's a real estate snake. They call Portnoy racist. Well, here's the thing. That's why if And then Wallow and Gilly says no. Yeah, yeah. That's why as soon as someone sees Portnoy interviewing Trump, they're like, Oh, well, Barstool's racist. Uh, you know, they he's uh 
Portnoy said the N-word on uh, video. Um, you know, he's been, they've been accused of rape over there, blah, blah. So obviously Trump's going to give him an interview like that. Like he was getting shit on the view from the, the view ladies because, oh, of course Trump's going to take that. And, and you see five seconds into the interview. His son was a fan of Barstool. Him. Yeah. Portnoy's blowing him five seconds in an interview about him being a genius during the Ali G sketch and shit like that. Smart interview. It's immediately going to be looked at as a, you know, anti-Barstool, like Barstool's racist, Barstool loves Trump. That's what he's going to be looked at as. Then you have Charlemagne, who is taking who he should be, who 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 we think most black people and most lefties should be supporting because it's he's the only option against Trump. It's and just he's going at him. He's going at him, saying you're a fucking idiot, basically, and trying to get both sides. And he's really trying to see if he should be worth being president. Unfortunately, those are the only two choices we're going to have, so it's going to suck. And Biden's spanking Trump in the polls, but it just goes to show that. It all dependent on who's watching the interview. If you're a fan of Barstool, if you're a fan of Charlemagne, Charlemagne's show, tying that to that interview and to politics to left or right is just stupid. Like you could be, a, you could watch that Charlemagne Biden interview and be like, this guy's great. He's asking both sides. I'm a Republican, but you should be going down on Biden like that. You're you not black Portnoy if you don't vote Trump. for me. Yeah. You could watch Portnoy Trump and be like, no, I'm voting for Biden. I'm not a racist. I think Trump's an asshole, but still been entertained or like the Portnoy aspect of it. Because Portnoy is a hard guy to like. I think you either love him or you hate him. That's how he comes off as, and that's yeah. exactly what Trump is. Trump is you love him or you hate him. So that's why they're just tied together. So as soon as he yeah. did a fucking interview with him, it's going to be like, oh, okay, obviously he's going to give him that interview. He's not going to fucking let Charlotte, you know, let whoever interview him, some, well, some black guy or whatever. The, the thing that's annoying is everyone could take something and use their agenda with it. Like I saw Donald Trump Jr. praising Charlemagne in an interview because he went at Joe Biden. Everyone takes a little clip of something they agree with and put it and use it to their advantage. It's all phony. And it fogs the, and it fogs the average middle America's mind saying, wait, is he – uh, is he he's is he supporting Charlemagne even though he's going to get even though Charlemagne doesn't like his dad or whatever and vice versa on the other end with fucking no they're Portnoy. just shitting on Biden they don't care who it is that's the thing yeah but but on the other hand Portnoy might be a, he might be a closet Trump fan or fuck it he might vote for Biden who the hell knows but he's still going to interview that interview Trump because it's a great. And the one thing that's deadly, Charlemagne talked about it briefly, is when Trump supporters start to rock with him or conservatives use his clips because it's like deadly. You're getting promotion, which you like, but he doesn't need it because he's already famous and loaded. And at the same time, it's like a negative conception and image towards him. Like I was at a Sunday dinner with like family and like old white people. And they were like, I saw an interview with that. I saw the interview with a guy. I saw the interview of Biden. And you didn't you interview that guy, Charlemagne? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that was great. I can't believe he said I can't believe Biden said that if you're not black, you if you're black, you got to vote for me. And I'm like, yeah, it was kind of, he was definitely angry at Charlemagne towards the end of the questioning and stuff. It's because he's a good interviewer and real. You know what I mean? Oh, Charlemagne is great, but that's voices that you need. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's almost like, it's almost as if, but it's an unhealthy view, but it's almost as if certain entertainers almost pose as better political figures than actual politicians do. Or better journal, or they're journalists, and like you know what I mean. It all intertwines. Yeah, fuck journalism. It's just basic. I I personally believe it's basic humanitarianism. Like, cause cause it, the problem that we have right now is that a businessman is fucking running the country, but a businessman is nowhere near a humanitarian. And when it opens the gates up for every entertainer too. Yo, when you're, it, it does. Like the rock that Kanye's running, oh, it's like, bro, 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 listen, even though this is a manic episode and I understand this and mental health is no joke, if, if, this, pres if this last presidency didn't happen, 
manic Kanye wouldn't have even thought to have run for president. <laughs> the fact that this dickhead fucking made it happen, it's like manic people across the country think that they could be president. It's not just Kanye, by the way. <laughs> but well, it's also he's the most just, famous one. Like, but yeah, it's, well, he was just trying to promote some new shitty album that's going to come out, and hopefully he gets divorced. Um, I mean... No, 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 but 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 once again, like like, is this the Kardashian curse too? Is it? Could is be. It? I think I think he's just nuts in the head because he's just like he's so in his own head, and he just made himself nuts. But he's been diagnosed with bipolar, so then you have to respect yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. People he's say people say he just promoted. He's great at promoting. Is it is it love? Is it love, or is it just yet another easy victim for that? <laughs> Like well, a really bro. talented victim, more Every, talented than no victim they've ever taken. They've, than all, the they, they've all been man. talented. They've all been talented. Reggie Bush, eh, Scott Disick ain't that. Chris Humphreys, Lamar Odom, Ray J. Chris Humphreys is fucking below average. I used to Who like else? him. He was on the net. There, there, there's another. There has to be another. Reggie Bush. I already said that one. Yeah. Uh, see, people, they, they, the real ones are going to visit Kanye, like uh, Dame Dash and Dave Chappelle, and like. Justin Bieber, and he seemed all right. No, he could be he, promo. Nah, man, this is this is far beyond promo. Yo, you went you every went time he does an album, it gets weird. You went under the guise of a political group that's representing black people, and you said Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves. It's like, <laughs> yo, shut up, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I think he just. I think he really is a guy who just says stuff, and he doesn't mean it. He's just like so. No, out he's. Of He's an artist at heart, and I think that when you are indeed Pretty good that, one. No, no, no. And he's, he's brilliant, but in moments of brilliance well, is a blizzard of goddamn idiocracy. Like, like, there's so many thoughts that don't make sense, not even to you when you think of them. So when right. you put that on normal people, like, like you end up sounding crazy. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's it's... Nobody knows what's going on right now, bro. Oh, you you talked a little bit about cancel culture. And I thought that was interesting because I think there's some people who are uncancelable. Unless you are a pedophile or or go to jail, I think you can't cancel um, like an academics because they tried. You can't. You could could, could cancel an academics. You can. When you make, when you get like 100K a month on YouTube, right? And you make money on Complex and you do other stuff and multiple streams of income and the money's coming in and you still have that fan base that rocks you no matter what because you're giving the news. It's tough to cancel him compared to a fucking TV writer or someone on a TV show. He's, he's doubling almost as like how MTV has MTV too. Yeah, he's like, like TMZ, everything. TMZ too. But, but a lot of people are that. And there's always one to move up next in that conveyor belt. If he ever got caught up in something that was illegal or scandalous to the point where people, it, it was, it was, it, it would be hard to even be social with him. Like the, you can't do it. Like, like what Dalia is going through right now. Is yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm right, saying right. if academics is going through that, he'd be done. Like, well, I think academics is statue of caution. So something might happen there. No, I personally think people that are uncancelable are like, Beyonce, you you can't you can't cancel Beyonce no matter how hard you try. Uh, Bruno Mars, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm dead ass. You can't. No, they tried for Oprah. You can't you can't cancel Bezos Zuckerberg because people will still bro if Zuckerberg went to jail or or Bezos went to jail on some shit people would still use Amazon. It's convenient. You can't you can't, you can't, uh, you can't cancel Elon Musk. No, he's he's wild too. 
you can't cancel <laughs> Rogan. Yo, I think Rogan's even gotten into that stratosphere. Yeah, you, you can't, can't cancel Rogan. You Any, anyone who owns a business or makes multiple streams of income, you, it's hard to cancel because the money's still coming in regardless. You know, that's yeah, my, yeah. that was my point. Mencia is touring and well. True, but he didn't like, he didn't get, he didn't get anything too wild, like pedophiles, stuff like that. But, no, but, but my, but, and but, also Vlad and Adam 22. To be, to be known as a known joke thief and you're still a nationally headlining comic. Well, it shows people don't have a really great sense of humor and also don't know comedy. There's a, there's a huge fan base of that. Every girl I talk to says they love comedy and they can't answer. They'll like name hack comedians or not really know what comedy is and still like comedy. Okay. okay, I'll give that to you. You know what I mean? It's like anyone will go see it. Like, oh, he was on TV. Let's go see it. Like people don't have a complex comedy mind, some of them, like the, some fans of people. Not to not comedy because certain comedy, but but oh, an interesting topic was Vlad and Adam Twenty Two. They were saying that media would be a lot longer, a lot here, a lot longer than the artist, which is true because an artist will flop or come and go, and that media outlet will still be there. So those fucks just rack money up monthly. Adam Twenty Two, Vlad TV, because okay. like you could run. You're not as hot as an artist. You get cold. You lose money. You drop. Get dropped from the label. But these these shade rooms, these fucking blogs, these like Vlads and Adam Twenty Two, the money keeps racking up for the next hot thing. And they just keep reporting on it. Almost oh, stuff. Media is important. Dumb, if you're not dumb with your money, I think that when you get hot and you have a constant thing going, you have at least a five to ten year, not even five, I would say a five to seven year window to get all the money you could get. And then after that, shows what you what you were doing with that shit all along and what your new plan is moving forward. Like, like Adam Twenty Two has done that consistently, where it's just like you see. He said he makes more than the artists. Yeah, he says his podcast evolved over time because he he based his business around what he was doing already. They're making more than artists, and isn't, isn't that crazy? Yo put, yo, put it this way: we would too if if it was, <laughs> if we were doing no jumper numbers with the people that we have on there. True. Seriously. We but really it's crazy were. how there's a whole nother avenue because everyone wanted to be the rapper when they were younger, right? And academics is like, now everyone could be like me and make more money than the rapper because the rappers have to rely on labels, other other fans and people. And these fucks sit in a basement or sit at home and just rack up money through media. True. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, it's literally that. I mean, you could, it, it's almost like having like a flooded gutter and then just different size holes within the gutter. You know what I mean? Like, and nothing's really original. Down, yeah, the trickle down is crazier in some parts, depending on where you're at in there. You know what I mean? Like, like, I've seen it with like even bartending too, where it's like, in in a normal sense, and how the regular world works, I should be making more than servers, but because I'm in this certain spot here, servers make more than me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like well, yeah, it's, a, it's like why a brain surgeon or a fucking doctor fighting coach would make more than a baseball player, but it's all yeah, about exactly, exactly. It's all about who you say, who you answer to. And Adam Twenty Two's and academics answer to themselves, basically. But or they like take you, they take the clout of other famous people and ride with it, and it's hilarious how also, they're not exactly talented, but they know how to build an audience, which is talent well, now. And they take from other people, like Takashi Six Nine, Drake is pretty much a news source, and they make money off of it. Yeah, the only way that they would fucking fall down or surrender is if people actually garnered together and said, no, fuck these guys, and they lost a fan base. They don't so care because not all of them like them because they'll just go to the news. They're like, oh, they put out the Takashi song. Let me look. 
You know what I mean? It's well, like that's, they don't... that's the thing. They're not really entertaining at all, but they're just there to give you the news, the latest on the hip hop. I think Adam Twenty Two is probably the one of the most boring people on earth. But like, he'll he'll fuck his hot girlfriend in front of you and give you the news on what you want to know about seventeen year old SoundCloud rappers. So you're just gonna go to it real quick. It's like when I I follow like, like fucking you know you follow I don't know Nike on Twitter. It's like you might not be obsessed with Nike, but you still want to know what's going on with Nike or like Sports Center. You know what I mean? Two things on that. One, when Alex talked about Adam Twenty Two's penis, it got a lot of views. It just shows. And then two, look at Schultz. He's a comedian, but he's like, let me talk about what's hot in the news and create that content. And he just blown up to a whole nother level where the rock follows him in comments. You know I what I mean? That I, I forgot that I even spoke about it. What did I say? I said I smoked a cigarette in the rain after that. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it just got a ton of views because of the title of Adam 22 and Lana. You get, you get what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting it, bro. Like, like it was it was literally – I was as surprised as, like, they are on Scooby-Doo when they, like, take the mask off people. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're like <laughs> – Well, that's the thing. Schultz is – the thing is, Schultz is becoming one of those guys, but he's always is, is going to do – Nah, but Schultz ain't – Those guys ain't, just do – Schultz not going as far as, like, dating a porn star and having, like, a circulating, like, viral – Well, yeah, no, he's dating, like, a mediocre chick, but I'm just saying. That's <laughs> – no, it's not even that. It's the fact like what he's doing is he's taking the formula these guys use and putting content wise. Yeah, I mean, when you can make, for Christ's sake, I mean, we when you can make a hundred grand a month off of fucking YouTube, Patreon, Twitch, OnlyFans, whatever, you really can't. Yeah, you really can't like not do it if you're good at it. And you, yeah, you really can't get culture uh, canceled. But going back to your last point, I think it's easier to get canceled if you're more of like a household name. Like, these guys are huge. They have huge fan bases, but they're still, like, younger people, and they're not, like, a household name. Like, no one knows who these guys are if you're not over. If you're over 25, nobody knows who these guys are. You know what and I mean? what really fucking chapped my ass, weird explain, weird way to say, what chaps my ass is the fact, Sweeney? the fact is, when like, I'll be- so, wait, wait. When did you start saying that? I never have, but what's funny... No, 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 stop this. What I don't even know. Saying, it chaps my ass. I really... I, I think I heard it in Dumb and Dumber, but I just said it now. What I find interesting, though, on this point is I'll even ask girls, and they're not fans of Schultz. They're like, oh, yeah, he was on Guy Code, and like I like his comedy, but he's been on Instagram more, and I've been watching his stuff and liking it. And it's like, they like the topics. Like, my brother, for instance, doesn't know Schultz, didn't think he was funny, but liked the topic he was talking about and said he was good at doing it, so he watched... Mm-hmm. And it's like the same applies for academics. They don't really like the person, but they're like, fuck, he's going to drop that new little baby song at midnight and he's going to talk about it. So let me follow. Oh, so as, in comedy, that, in comedy, it's different. You, you have to be a real fan in comedy. I feel like to get followed as a comedian, they have to really love you and be inspired by you. But like these academics, I'm 22s, people will just follow because they give the news. You get what I'm saying? It's like, no, they don't I'm have, good. they don't have to love them. <laughs> and it's just weird. That's what chaps my ass. <laughs> Am I wrong though? Ain't that a weird concept? I was, I was just waiting for the just weird that phrase. Isn't that just a weird concept though to you? It's a great. It's a great. Uh, no, you you prove a good point though because people basically are almost uh, they're almost endorsing shit that they don't even like. They're only endorsing it because they know that it it leads to more views back to them. Is leech culture? It's vulture culture. Yeah, because like if you put the Takashi song out, you're you will get hits, and then the Takashi fans will come to you. In comedy, it's different. It's like you don't want to do that. You look like an idiot. But nah. Schultz finds a good way to do that. Talk about the news. So does Tim Dillon. You know what I mean? Well, they'll talk about the news in their own comedy way. Dude, Tim Dillon is fucking genius, though, and hilarious at the same time. Hello. Yeah. Dude. Uh, yeah. 
My bad. It froze up a little bit. Yeah, I just think. Uh, I mean, it, it's not even like it's not even really. You can call them. You can call them freaking uh, culture vulture or whatever, or you can call them a journalist if you fucking want. If they're just they're basically they call themselves the that. Yeah, but, but, academics but, are just re- reporting the hip hop news. He's not really even making it uh, creative or entertaining or doing jokes like Schultz. Well, well, I realize they're called journalists because they'll get in a following, which is a talent, and then you're able to interview Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Like, look at Charlemagne. He's not a real journalist. Well, he is more than anyone, but like an academic can interview Takashi off his friendship or off because he's popular. You'll, you'll be able, you're more likely to interview someone popular if you're not a journalist, and then you could call yourself one. You get what I'm saying? But if your job is journalism, isn't it basically like almost writing on the shit that you're – interesting I, I mean online journalism or like multimedia journalists you know that's what i mean, what I mean though the, the people that write these quote it's all different now or whatever like you're basically your own boss in the sense anyway you don't have an editor most of the time just throwing you a stack of shit and being like you gotta write on this yeah, most yeah. of the time you're going for what you think is going to get views but right. what i have a problem with is you seeking out what's getting the most attention and informing a false opinion about that around that to get back to you because you're putting out, you're putting out a false narrative about what you're typing about anyway. Yeah. You're almost yeah. writing on the guise of what's going to get people on my side more. It's not what you truly believe. Like if you're going to be a journalist, there has to be a true opinion, not what's going to get me more popular. Yeah. I right? guess like, a different name weird. for it. And another, another thing is the fact that they're able to have so much content available because there's news always going on in hip hop or wherever. And as a comedian, it's like you're more on your jokes or talking about other topics. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, most definitely. Like, but in a sense, too, it's like that's why, like, there's dudes that are like you could tell when you're listening to them do stand up or come. It sometimes it's not even that the joke is bad or anything. You can just tell it's not genuine. Mm hmm. Rogan yeah. was talking about that to Burt Kreischer. Yeah, Yo, like, like you could have a really good joke with just how you're doing it and how it's said and how it's done, the look on the dude's face. You could like immediately tell that it's not a real story or it didn't come from a real place or there is no real emotion attached to it. Like Z- Zapia, he said. What do you think about this, Alex? Zapia said that it's all intertwined now. Like the Adam 22 academics and like Schultz and like comedy, it could be all intertwined now. Schultz is in a different lane than them dudes. I would put different Schultz. lane, but can be intertwined in media. Like the media relationship now more than ever of COVID of digital content creation. To me, honestly. Like, it, like Ryan like, Davis could be doing all this and still no, be no, no, stand-up no. comedy. You know like what I mean? That's Schultz's competition is like Ryan Davis, uh, whoever's dope that's like, like even uh, – Saturday Night Live is almost competing with those guys, man. Okay. No, I'm really, I'm saying like the actual television show is competing with these guys that are internet entities now. And I think Schultz will make more money in the long run because it's all his his shit. TV is not getting the check. TV is guaranteed money. You know True. I mean? TV TV's guaranteed money. But. The thing is, though, that that's the thing. It's like, say if you're an accountant, right? And you're working for a firm making like a certain amount of money a year. They got to pay 2,000 other people. When you have a YouTube page, you only have to pay your video guy, your writer, and you. But you can make yeah. less. You can make like a million and still make more. You know what I'm saying? That's the no, thing. No you, you, no, you could too. And creative control, I, I really also think it depends on the person. If yeah, exactly. 
if you're a comic that fits more in a structured sense, then that's your shit. If you're a comic that you'd rather have creative control and your workhorse and you can get X, Y, and Z done by yourself. That's, that's cool. what Zappy was saying. Like uh, Schultz is more like an entrepreneur and a business person. So is Kevin Hart in a way. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, uh, tough. I, that that's a tough decision because, put it this way, I fit in. I I feel like I would fit in a structured sense, with, in a situation that I would want though, because a lot of people jump at their first opportunity and then they find themselves in this situation that they absolutely goddamn hate. You don't have that when you're doing something solo or independent. But yeah, you got to do multiple things sometimes, too. At the same time, there's also a lot of hiccups that come with when you're independent, where oh yeah, there's a lot of legal tape sometimes. There's a lot of... Uh, they, they, there's way more money into advertising that you thought. You know what I mean? There's way more... Uh, it's all pay to play. Time, it's way more time consuming or let's say let's say your mixer or your engineer you guys got into a fight all of a sudden he's out now everything's to shit yeah i mean you don't got to worry about that when someone is cutting you a flat fee and or giving you a salary to just show up and do your job you know like yeah true it's a it's a it's a catch 22 personal preference you, yeah, it's what you. It's basically what you want. I mean, me as long as like I would sign up for something that was structured. If I had a good understanding before I signed my name anywhere, that you ain't gonna have me out here looking like a damn idiot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not wearing a dress, dude. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like stuff like that. Fine. I'm not wearing like, a dress. I'm not get, wearing a goddamn mask. Yeah, if we get out of, if we get that all out the way up front, like I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what I mean? Because I know what I'm signing up for if I read a script. However, if that's still up for interpretation, then yeah, I might as well just keep my goddamn uh, pride and integrity and do it myself. You know? Like, yeah. The so Wallow says since with Barstool, he's getting stronger in white America, and he said you pop up in places you normally wouldn't be, and Barstool wanted to get more. You could tell Barstool wanted to get more urban. So they're both using each other for like the value wise. They're both using the other's audience. I thought that was very interesting. Mm. Well, that's like the, it's just signing on to get a freaking, to, to get exposed quicker. because you have a bigger platform that's co-signing you. It's like call her daddy. Like Wallow, Wallow maybe gets shit from it from like the urban community. Cause they're like, Oh, poor noise racist. I don't know if he does. I'm just they're beefing with Joe Budden. Yeah. Exa- oh yeah. Didn't Joe Budden call him out for that? Was well, not Wallow, it was Gilly the Kid. Gilly, like the- Gilly and he's funny. Um, oh but yeah, Budden was giving him shit for signing with Barstool. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but for signing and with Barstool. Here's the kicker White America Trumpy. Joe Budden, Joe Budden Gilly, signed to Spotify, the CEO is white. Yeah, Gilly, that's what Gilly said, right? So it's like, yo, you're calling yeah. the, it's like the, the, the kettle calling the whatever black, that saying. Uh, uh, you're all yeah. saying tonight. You might yeah, know. But, but, it's, but Spotify isn't. The CEO is white. It, it, it it's not inherently associated with that crowd that Barstool specifically True. is associated yeah. with. But why would they want to be with Spotify when other people are jumping to Spotify? I like the move that they did that with Barstool. It's a little different. They don't they own their rights. It might it might have been a better business deal, but once again, like like people forget that you're free to do whatever whatever you're free to sign whatever deal you want when it's when it's your intellectual property. You know what I mean? Like as maybe a fellow black person, I might, you know, 
if somebody were to go under an umbrella that is like particularly might not help him later on down the line uh, or detract maybe from what he's saying, then I might say something to him as a friend, but to publicly speak out about someone else's deal, it's like business is business, bro. You can never take somebody else's business deal to heart. You know what I mean? Like for all you know, he's looking at it from the perspective of, I'm going to take these racist dudes money, fucking do exactly. this shit for a year or two. As soon as his contract's up, then what, what, what I've shown, what I'm worth, I can bring, I could bring now to a company that actually backs my vision. And, and, and I could say, I'm proud to be a part of like, people don't understand that. People don't understand that sometimes you got to do two years with a motherfucker you hate before you could do 50 with the motherfucker you love. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that's the thing. Uh, as, a, as, as a fan of hip-hop culture, not to cut you off, Zabby, as a fan of hip-hop culture, it's like, I, lo- I like these guys, but like, enough's enough with this shit where it's like, are you going to walk in a meeting room and count how many black people are working at the company before you sign? You know what yeah, I mean? That's what I'm saying, too. Yeah, it's like, bro, we know what this shit is already. It's not like, it's not like, like, like we've jumped ahead 50 years since you finally got your record deal, bro. The the, yeah. the the landscape is still the same. We you gotta it's remember no, that it's no knowledge. We never we 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 didn't have the fucking the 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 same fucking start that motherfuckers had. It, that that's been established. One of one of the things that Deion Sanders was in the comments saying, "You guys are brothers. You shouldn't like you black on you shouldn't do this shit," which I agree with. But at the same time, they only call out famous people. Like Budden and Gilly the Kid would never get at like a lower level because they know it's all promotion. At the same time, they're not gonna like shit. They're not gonna give you free promo if you're not as big as them or bigger or the same level. So Budden and Gilly going at each other makes sense. But sometimes calling out somebody for under the guise of uh, uh, of being pro-black or somebody being not as uh, quote-unquote woke is for self-promotion for themselves. Exactly. Nobody really knows what's real and whose intentions are what. So that that was my whole point of like, well, it's almost like I, we I, need I, we almost need a year in hip hop and entertainment where nobody comments on anybody's moves that they're making unless they're inherently one hundred percent bad. Less money would be made because no one would listen to certain things. But here's the thing, Gilly, Gilly and Wallow. So Gilly, so Gilly claims Joe Budden's secretly mad because the real hit the real urban crowd listens to Million Dollars Worth of Game because they still keep it real and rugged. And more or less, Joe Budden is more like the, uh, I don't know, like preppy or like not as street people listen. And what's funny is that the street podcast is on Barstool, but Joe Budden's more like uh, different. His, his crowd is more diverse oh, in a way. And they're I'll, on I'll Spotify. Tell you, I'll tell you why that is, though, because. Do you believe Gilly on that? No, no, no. Because this is why. Joe Budden is an evolved black man. True. In terms of. That is a guy that has evolved past the whole facade of, I have to keep it real and rugged. You don't. And the reason why Barstool picked up something as real and rugged is because that's, they think that's what being a black dude is all about. They wanted the yeah, urban audience. Saying, so. Well, I get, yeah, Gilly's a little too wild for me, but I like Wallow. But what I'm saying is, Oh, is this almost like they'll take like like the the the, the quote unquote whitewash platform will pick up somebody that is inherently over black, and this has happened over time, and it's used almost as a mascot. 
Joe Budden is smart enough to understand that, bro, you're not going to use me as your mascot. You know what I mean? Like, like, and when you have that view on the people that are trying to do that to you, then you look at other people of color that go over to that platform and you're like, what are you doing? Mm. However, you know what I mean? However, well, that's why I pose this question. Like, I think, or not question, scenario. I think for a whole year, people should be left up to their own devices. Nobody comments on anything that anybody's doing, celebrity or not. And then you see how they ended up later. You have like, you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. results. You know what I mean? Like, I see both sides. Because like, we're that. not in these boardrooms. You know what I mean? We're not like, like for instance, Wallow said that Barstool is great at social media and they're a game changer. They know how to create content. And it's true. Look what they do. They, every podcast succeeds pretty much. Their content game is amazing. They're bigger than sports, but they are about sports. But and Spotify is just a service engine. You know what I mean? It, they it's use a, it. Exactly. But, but you might have something, even though you, you might be left with just a service engine, at least you're not uh, dealing with a machine that's only running on the fact that you're a black dude that's perceived as real and rugged. I mean, that's you what know, they were saying. Like, Gilly, that's why the people listen to them. But I, didn't, I don't know if Varsal said that, but I see your point of why they yeah, were. Right. Out. That's what I mean is that. The They're people, using each other's followings, it seems like. You but, know what I mean? Right. Yeah, what I'm saying is when Gilly starts to evolve and maybe his views change, when you're viewed as the real and rugged guy and then you start to have maybe more profound thoughts that go against uh, stuff being perceived as you still being real and rugged, now you look at as a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like now, now the people that kind of fell into why they were listening to you in the first place uh, that goes away. And then they're like, well, what the fuck is this? Whereas with Button, it was a constant evolution of a dude trying to figure it out. Plus he's he got Rory and Maul. He just happened to be black and he happens to be great at rapping. And, and the bottom line, both of these fucks, both of these fucks already had, a, both, of, both of these fucks already had a following prior to podcasting, which creates the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they the following did, makes it. But Joe is like something that has more longevity. Well, the thing about Joe, what, what Joe is crazy, Joe Budden is a good rapper, a lyricist, and then all of a sudden did a 180. Hold up, hold up. He was a me- I've always, always been told that Joe Budden is awful at rapping. No, he's really awful. lyric. He's a big he's a no, he's a really good lyric or lyrical rapper. But the thing with Budden. He be an amazing rapper and put out bad records. He's not a marketer. He, he, you like him. He's like your David Tell style comedian in rap because he's like <laughs> underground. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's a genius. You got to remember, too, that there's few and far between people who are not going to let money sway their decisions. So if Spotify comes at Joe Budden with a fucking giant deal, like there's been one person in our history that we know who has said no to the money, and his name is Dave Chappelle, and there's really nobody else who's done it to that level. So if you're going to get a fucking $100 million deal, whatever he has, I don't fucking know, from Spotify, you're going to take it. And if Portnoy said, hey, wallow and fucking dipshit the kid, I'll give you this to come on Barstool, and then you're also going to get a big following, you're going to fucking say yes. They already had a following. Also, I feel like Wallow and Gilly, yeah, I I feel like they don't even really – play the barstool parts like my, like people don't even know they're they're with them I feel well it's like. funny is a lot of your friends they, i'm getting to that i'm getting to that so if you wait for them to leave barstool they'll become what joe budden is before without spotify or whatever their own entity they'll become a rogan or whatever mm-hmm. my buddy was like 
yo, do you know Gilly the Kid and, and this guy Wallow? This is funny. I go, yeah, Sweeney fucking loves him. How do you know them? How'd you find them? I love them. He's know. like, I just, well, you, you tell me about them. He, I was like, yeah, they're with Barstool. Did you find them through Barstool? Because my buddy fucking is like every other dipshit and just likes Barstool and likes all their shit. See, that's the and thing. That's like, what they want, no, but No, but he's like, no, I just found, I saw Gilly the Kid, he saw Gilly the Kid up. Uh, like do a video somewhere or whatever and he thought it was funny so they just started following them but he didn't find them from barstool but a lot of people probably did find them from barstool and the ones who are let's be honest probably don't maybe don't want to necessarily support barstool are going to fuck with them because they think that maybe they're going to turn barstool into more of an maybe a more a little bit more urban and not just be this whole white america trump that's interesting that's why i think last part i think an incredible interview or, or question would be why not have fucking Char- like if Charlemagne interviewed Portnoy and said, "Why did you ha- Why did you sign Gilly the Kid and Wallow to a fucking deal on Barstool? What was your? Did you have any mindset behind that? Did you know they were talented or whatever? This, that, and the third. What do you think Portnoy would say? He he would he would be like social media numbers. I saw what they do on social media, and he has an easy way out of that question anyway. Saying yeah. that. it is but true Charlemagne though. Charlemagne would be the best to get the best out of more Vlad. Well, what the thing is, I told you, it's the social media following. But it, what uh, what's amazing is how Joe Budden changed the game because. He's doing stuff now that old him would make fun of. What I mean by he's pretty much like an academic. So if you look, he's talking about is Drake, should Drake be in the music industry? All Joe Bunn's doing is taking trending topics and talking about his podcast and getting 300 well, everyone, views. And that's exactly what Schultz and Flagrant 2 are doing. And that's exactly, that's what everyone's doing. You go, we're overcomplicating the content. Like Joe Budden will talk about the mm-hmm. Russ. See, this is what happened. Russ and Steve Stout talked about if Drake leaves the music industry, the music industry will end. So Joe Budden fucking talked about it the next day. What? That's the topic. Wow. That was one of the topics. Wow. I believe it. It makes actually. Wow. It actually makes sense. I guess no, we're gonna get into no, no, that. No, no, no. Listen, listen to me. Wait, what did you say? I missed it. Joe Budden's gonna Drake what? Stop making music. No, if Drake, if Drake went indie, would the music industry be done? What the hell no. People say yes. If Drake went independent, oh, doing, oh, yeah, would the music doing. industry be done? The record labels and all that. No. If, I'll tell you, if Beyonce, if Beyonce and Drake left the industry and went independent there'd only be like one or two labels left. <laughs> it's true. I don't, I would, I, I don't care. I don't do think so. You got to listen budget, to the clip. I, I think a budget would free up. I think a budget would free up and they That's would just true. have to start signing way more people that are coming up. Drake has created more jobs than like a president. Like even no, Budden was saying. If, if Drake went independent, that means like there's like. A lot of, a lot of artists lose their jobs. Like like a thousand to 2000 SoundCloud rappers that could turn into mainstream artists. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that theory. The theory is that Drake, Drake funds labels, Drake funds labels. So when Drake leaves the label, that label loses all the money and starts losing all the other artists. Like the the people who need the label. You're telling me Drake has more than the label that, 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 that. that signs him because I'm not that, telling that, you this. Steve Stout is talking about it. Russ, Russ was saying Drake can make ten million a week if he leaves if he goes independent. I mean, yeah, if you went off of streaming, but those are guys that are savvy with streaming. They're talking to a dude that signed the 360. Drake, Drake's too Drake's too lazy. He he's already rich and famous. Why does he need to do all that? He signed the 360, but he is who he is because he has a whole he has a machine behind him. He's made yeah. for a machine. It's the same. It, to me, and my, my, my girlfriend disagrees all the time, but I tell her, like, to me, like, Brady, to me, is like... Tom Brady? Is, 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 yeah, is Drake. And, 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 the, and Belichick's playbook is, is the industry, is, who, is the label that signed you. You fit great 
with that damn playbook, bro, because you're the perfect soldier. You're the perfect dude to fit this cog in the machine. Without you, it doesn't work because we need execution. However, <laughs> when you have to think about marketing by yourself, when you have to think about all these other things that you had nothing that you didn't have to lift the finger for, that's when it becomes a problem. They're saying basically the music industry, like record labels are loan companies. They'll just loan you for your dreams. Like they'll pay you 20K to get it started off the ground. You already yeah, have to be hot. Bro. You have to be, you already have to be popping now. But, What's but, the but, same thing but, with a goddamn but, 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 podcast but, network or anything else? Exactly. The they sign you to, to make sure that you do not get wealthier behind, beyond them. Like, like, like only, the only way you could make more money than the label if you signed to a label is if you went on the road, sold all your merch, and then told the label, I never sold merch the whole tour. That is Here's the, the thing. The, the, the point was... The point was when Drake gets shit, like Drake leaves, Drake leaves the label, your artist, your middle tier artist, you know, and it's like a ripple effect where everything goes down because all the money's lost because the middle of the artist ain't making the Drake revenue. You get what I'm saying? He, he definitely without a doubt is not the glue. Beyonce might be the glue. No, no, no. If that was the case, listen, if that was the case, when when Jay-Z, when Jay-Z should have been in that conversation. That should have been a convo when Jay-Z started stepping away. Okay, what would make you think the industry would be done? What five artists then? <laughs> what five artists would have to leave? Yeah. Top five artists for the last it would be It would be Drake, Beyonce. Um, Bruno Mars. Is he on one? Bruno. Bruno. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and Ariana It's basically the five Grande. biggest artists of the last Yeah, and Ariana Grande, if all five of them left. And they all pay for play. They all pay for their marketing. Nah, they because I'm also them. thinking, I think two of those two of those five are signed to the same label anyway. So that label, Yeah, I don't know the exact labels, but yeah. Uh, but I think your modern day like SoundCloud rapper signing on a label to Def Jam isn't it anymore. Like you could make more money independently because like it's just a loan and you have to pay it back. If Rocky went independent, I think. ASAP? Yeah. Some of these fucks are hiddenly independent, they were saying, too. Travis Scott. Yeah, but a lot of them the also found revenue in different avenues, too. Like, Rocky exactly. is more in the fashion world now. Like, he's still making music, obviously, but he, he he's definitely toying with fashion way more. Um, he's trying to become Kanye. Yo, who am I forgetting? That's a, it's a, it's a good discussion, you know. If Pusha T left... Ed Sheeran. Uh, he has a different audience. I don't even think he's like really. Uh, no, like no, no. Matter of fact, I'll take that back. Dare I say Tyler? I think if Tyler, if Tyler went indie. See, I don't even Tyler know how many of these fucks are in indie or not. If Tyler went. F- no, Tyler signed to, I believe, Interscope, if I'm correct. Whatever is said on his last album, I could check. I think right streaming now. is saving the industry. It's crazy. The question is probably who is huge. Our boy, Columbia Records. Who is completely independent? That's huge. That's Sony. If Tyler, if Tyler, if Tyler left Sony. Russ. Columbia. Russ is your answer. Russ is huge. Yeah. He sold oh, out uh, the Staples Center, and he's completely 100% independent. So if you had 10 Russes. That would is basically that was the, the combo. Russ was a Steve style, Alex, and he was saying Drake can make ten million a week. Why would he even be on a label? Ten Russes would be the equivalent of uh, the the biggest mu- the biggest music labels around in the world in terms of revenue. It'd be equal. But but here's the funny part: it would just turn into another top tier label, if anything. 
probably. That's the whole thing is what do you what do you what are you gonna do with all that eventually, bro? You're gonna pocket all that or are you gonna turn into you're probably gonna Maybe turn into a label again. Maybe. Like but then again, if you left the label, why would you make a label? But you would a small a small money. pocket of it. Of but like, you would make more money as an owner of a label than as a. Excuse me. The point is to take the money out of the hands <laughs> of like the rich, the, the, the rich asshole who knows nothing about it. Yeah, it's like comedy. Yeah, it's like yeah, what your self approach. To me personally, it's just like if you're making, put it, if you're maximizing everything that you can make, then. Yeah, yeah. I got another good topic after this too. I got you. That's a really hard one. You end up at like you almost end up in like this never-ending circle. It was something right before, uh, I right after Portnoy Trump. You had you mentioned something, and I said, "Oh yeah," and I fucking forgot. Well, there's also the I think the music industry, the podcasting industry is going to be next. I think there's podcast. I saw. I was looking at a website, and I'm like, "Wow, this is crazy." They're they're trying to monetize this industry so bad. Podcast A and R, podcast development, podcast labels, the music industry and podcast industry. It's going to be the new thing. The podcast industry. It's going to be so fucking bullshit, though. So Spotify is Joe already doing. Signed to Spotify right now. Yeah. And is that in the same terms as Joe Rogan's, where it's literally just a fucking? Um, no, they're on. They're on YouTube. They're on YouTube. I think a little less than Joe Rogan, but they made. The, they're the first ones to make big, big money for hip hop. Spotify took so, a chance on that. So and that's another that thing like, Oh, the machine wallow says like the machine behind some people. Like for example, Michelle Obama has a podcast out now and her shit's promoted what? so hard. Every time you open Spotify, it comes up. It's like, if you're really a celebrity or really, if there's money behind you, like you, you'll never lose. Like that's why Vlad signed to uh, iHeart for podcasts. They're putting so much money into the marketing. Like if you have people put millions in marketing, you're not, it's harder to, to lose. It's like, you're just going to be successful. It's all pay to play. Right, right. You know what I mean? And here's another factor. I wanted to talk about how Schultz has the Charlemagne, Wallow has the Gilly, Rory Mall has Joe Budden, Alexander Cooper has Barstool. It's all about the numbers. It's all about what you have or someone you work with and you get great success off of that. And they'll yeah. all admit that. They'll all admit it's it. It's to get that initial it's to get that initial off the ground so you can, you know, then become huge. You Funny asked enough, how does Joe what's Rogan. Wallow's deal? Wallow's deal was he was in jail. Gilly the Kid is his cousin. Uh, Wallow got reposted by Meek Mill, Diddy, all these people because Gilly reposted it. Got set of jail, starts making money and starts creating content and starts putting videos out. That's the co- concept. If he didn't yeah, have so Gilly the Kid, it'd be hard for him to be successful. But funny enough, yeah. Joe Rogan worked backwards where he got gigantic on his own and then Spotify came knocking at the door for just absurd money. Smart. He, he never put his Spotify it. on Spotify. Uh, Spotify. But, somebody, but somebody like a Call Her Daddy, who's a top podcast, started from the ground, got picked up early by a huge network. And now as soon as that comes Because she's hot and Portnoy DM'd her. Yeah. I'm just saying, as an example, now that they're off the ground running, once that contract's up, they're going to be like, all right, we're good on our own because we're already huge. We got the numbers. We're going to go solo. They're going to go Rogan in reverse. Well, that's the thing. Wally and Gilly. Wally and Gilly Gilly own their uh, rights, their IP and stuff, and their distribution. A lot of people don't own their rights now. Like they're fucked. Joe Budden's not. I mean, Joe Rogan then can own his rights. I don't know if Budden does either now. Joe Rogan's not going to own his rights. Spotify owns him now, but he signed a huge fucking deal. Well, but this Joe money. Rogan's a licensing yeah, deal, so it's it basically it's this. There's no change. It's just a. It's just exclusive to Spotify. And then you're forgetting he can still do the Joe Rogan clips YouTube and make the money off of that. True. Same with anybody else can do that. Call her daddy or whatever. Especially if they signed over their IP address. Alexander Cooper, when this when her barstool deal is up, 
she's still going to have the huge numbers and then she just has to change the name or do whatever and she can start her own YouTube page do the Rogan in reverse still make still make the money oh uh, we talked about mm-hmm. Joe wrote hmm? Joe Rogan going to Texas was that the topic yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, maybe that was it. I can't remember. I think that was that was a good topic, though. Joe, I still didn't watch the clip where he like fully confirms it because I know he's been toying with it for the past like oh, year or whatever. Moving out of LA, finally. Yeah, he confirmed it, and now you know because all these comics of low key under the radar have been like going to Texas to look at properties so they can leave LA. Seven hundred thousand people moved out of LA. They're saying. Here's the kicker. I was I forget who it was. Maybe it was Mike or somebody was giving Joe Rogan shit. Maybe it was in some comments or some shit for saying, hey, I'm leaving uh, fucking L.A. to go to Texas where um, – oh, no, they were giving him shit for the Bernie Sanders episode because he was supporting Bernie Sanders or socialist who wants to tax the wealthy, and now Rogan's leaving to avoid state taxes and hard taxes from the liberal California government. Do you know what I mean? So they were giving him yeah. shit, which is, again, you can't win. But his def- – not even his defense. He was just saying his main reasons for moving to Texas is – the homeless problem in LA. Uh, no everyone's, everyone's, everyone's too close. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're restricted. Like, like Corona is playing a part. You're still restricted. So many rules, homelessness, no state taxes. Uh, yeah. More space, you know, to, to get around or whatever this, that, and the third. So I'm, it's just saying like, you know, you're going to get an argument on both sides. Oh, he's a hypocrite. Cause he's, he'll, he's blowing Bernie Sanders, but he's not trying to get taxed with this new Spotify deal. This new Spotify deal will not get taxed the fuck out of. He's another one. Money. He's another one where you have a you have a conservative people saying he's a liberal, and then you have a liberal saying he's conservative. I like and, that. But he's neither. It's I love hilarious. that though. And then someone's like, he's a libertarian. I'm, I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, he's just a fucking. He's me. He's a. He's both sides suck ass, and you have you, you fall on both sides technically speaking on different issues. But the whole thing about LA, LA dying, the entertainment industry dying because all the and all the comics moving to LA or who I mean to Texas or whoever moving or whatever. The thing is, Joe Rogan has built such a huge empire that it doesn't matter because, uh, let's see, a $100 million Spotify deal, you'll easily fly in your guests to Austin if they don't live there uh, to, to be on the Joe Rogan experience. It's like going on The Tonight Show, and it's not going to be a huge problem. So once he gets to Texas, the thing is he won't have the comedy store or whatever. He's going to have to make a whole new club, but everyone will flutter to wherever the fuck the big guy is. Here's my if thing. Fucking Trump is in, if, if Trump was in Oklahoma, people would be going to Oklahoma. Here's my thing with the Rogan and Schultz is like, this is what I realized. Like I like comedy and everything, but I realized they make their most money, not on comedy related stuff, but they just love doing stand up. So I'd be cool with making money on YouTube or something on digital online while being a stand up comedian. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to rely on stand up comedians as the main source of income. Yeah. but, they, they but didn't. Miss- Look yeah, at all the greats. Yeah. But Rogan, you're missing the point. Cause once you get your non comedy platform, which in Schultz's case, it is comedy. Like it, that show is, is comedy. Flagrant so is Rogan's comedy. in a way. But... When you get it to that level, so Rogan got his podcast to the number one level in the world, that then infiltrates you to be able to sell at arenas. Now you are making stupid money off of True, but the proof is that you have to have a huge following or do other things be, to be great at comedy as well. Yeah, that's true, but it's you're saying other things. It's not really a big thing. It's literally you do a podcast, which is well, what we're doing right now. It all coincides. That's what I'm saying. And, all co- more than ever, especially you with COVID. up on the road. That's the thing. Yeah, you do stand up on the road, you do podcasts, but you can also make a, a swell living by literally just doing a podcast. Take Joe Budden. He doesn't rap anymore. He doesn't do comedy. He doesn't he do just anything. talks about what's trending. He's talentless. He just talks about what's no, trending. No, he's not talentless. Huge successful podcast. I'm kidding, but I'm just saying. So oh, I was going to say some people look at like, even now, even now with businesses and stuff, some people look at not even like your art as a talent anymore. It's how you could get fans. It sucks. It's fucked up. Like they'll, they'd rather have a guy who has a million followers or no talent instead of a killer open my comedian with a thousand followers 
You know what I'm saying? It's like they're taking the fucking they're taking the fucking uh, huge following just because they could able to make more money off of it. Exactly. It's all fucking business. That's what's you fucked up about what art. Is. It's that's a, that's, that's what's fucked up about art though. Like it's that's, like they don't care about the art, they just care about the business sense. Yeah, well, that's why people want this. That's why America just shifts back and forth. Fucking liberal president, Republican president, liberal president, Republican president. You see Donald Trump, who's a fucking business dipshit, and it makes you realize, oh, this guy's a fucking psycho. Can we please go back to some old boring prick who doesn't who doesn't know anything about entertainment? And he doesn't know where he is. All, Joe Biden knows how to make his but knows how to make way his way around the White House. Maybe might be senile, might rape little kids, but hey, let's fucking get him back in there so we can not have the world on fire. He might have dementia. No. Let's get back to Obama, please, okay? Someone who knows how to talk and is fucking, you know, not uh, a fucking conglomerate personality who's borderline retarded. What is that? Stronger by Sam. I am over school and I have a successful business, so why in the world am I still in school? Stay tuned. Instead of posting about it, have you just drop out of school then, you fucking idiot? No, don't tell him to don't tell him to drop. Listen, Dude, bro. you know Sam left us. No, no, right stronger by Sam. Sam fucking, will get uh, your body strong. Dude, he's a media conglomerate. Huh? He's Zappy is jealous of Sam. He's bigger than we'll ever be. He's a fucking got his own business for Christ's sake. He's huge. He's having oh. a chat. Should I finish school, bro? Or co yes. co hundred percent into business now? Go either way. I'm going to continue to make a positive impact on the world. Thanks for all the support, guys. Schools how, uh, for losers. Oh. Look at me. Oh, wait, how long? Art? Wait, what year? What year is he in? I think it's, it's like long. his last year. I think. Shout out to huh? the OnlyFans girls who listen to the pod. It's too, like but. his last year. No, wait, wait, wait. We got wait. There's OnlyFans chicks listening to the pod. <laughs> this is why I wanted to know. Oh, no. <laughs> She's a fan, so I want her support, and I who love her. Is this person? What? She's I don't even know, but I love her. It's all Zabby's fault because he posts his stupid uh, videos and he tags everything, so they found us. OnlyFans. That's actually great. It's called getting fans. The thing you were just talking about, which would get us money quicker than us being talented. OnlyFans is another great topic, by the way. Yeah, I have my own account. I'm doing twerking videos starting tonight. Ruby Rose OnlyFans. Zap, you're twerking, bro. I'm gonna do twerking videos on OnlyFans so I can just. Oh fucking shit! Yeah, you about to rake in mm. so much cash. I know. Yeah, that's what I've been told. So I might as well just do it. Bro, make a nice two you grand zap. a week. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! You know what we should do? Yo, if I ever get a date in Atlanta, yeah, I'm gonna just. <laughs> a sexual you. date or a comedy date? No, I'm talking about like like, like a weekend. <laughs> At first, it Alex hit me. I thought he meant like an actual it. day. Alex, no, I'm talking about like no like shit. Like a weekend in Atlanta. No, we're gonna we're gonna drive. He's gonna go on a date in Atlanta. His girlfriend's right next Diamonds. to him. Do a podcast at King of Diamonds. Yo, he's gonna make us. I'm like DJ Esco. What up, boy? Yo, Zappy, is that like a big strip? I heard Atlanta is like the strip club oh. capital of the world. I want to go in there with my. I'm gonna go in there with uh, my hazmat <laughs> suit and wear a, and put a mask on the microphone to interview strippers. You should do that not during Corona. <laughs> Good content. Anything else? A uh, little baby wants a hundred k feature. He says it's worth the investment just off streaming numbers. More proof. More, more proof that marketing, pay-to-play promotions, it's popular and important in entertainment. Basically, you pay for a cosign and that artist clout to give you clout. It's like when you're friends with an IG model and she reposts you or does content with you, and you get some of her following, which leads to success. Oh, that's what I think many people don't get. Like talent can be there, but the exposure has to be there as well. And that's where features come into play and pay promotions and creating content with other people, et cetera. Like little baby feature, hundred K. Hang on, little baby's a male. He's a rapper. And He's a guy. I, it was a good topic for Alex, but I think he got off. He might have had to go. Alex, where are you? Wait, wait. I'm here. I've never, I've never heard of little bad. baby. And I thought maybe he was he's getting making love while 
doing? Make no, no, love no, me no. 78 years old. Yeah, I, I hate how Sweeney smiled Ask at him. To make me he love like, him. He's, he's, he's obviously the oldest one out of the three of us. <laughs> I was actually going to FaceTime him and just like talk hip hop the whole time. Be like, yo, what do you think of uh, this situation? And that's. Oh, yeah, we could still do that too, man. I don't know. Wait, how? Wait, what's the. I'm not a great fan of Lil Baby, but what? Yeah, I'm not a huge. I don't know his discography that well either. But a hundred k a feature, I respect this hustle, and I and I agree because you can make that money pretty quick streaming. Yeah, exactly. He had a song, and then Drake helped him out big time. He got the Drake stimulus package, what they call it. But a hundred k a feature is pricey. But I get the money you make back quickly with streaming services. So yeah, it's like yeah. it's like you're paying for like a marketing ad, really. If you look at it yeah, now, it's like it if you're a, if you do a song with like Jay Z, you're not paying. You're paying for a marketing ad. His ver- his verse could blow. But they won't. It wouldn't blow because of Pride and Ego. But I'm saying, like, the verse could be terrible. Everybody would click on it once they see Jay Z. And you make your money back. It's like, fuck it. I'll pay the hundred k pay to play. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, that's what do you exactly think about that though? What's the equivalent in like entertainment comedy in YouTube? Uh, like a Drake feature could change. It changes lives. That's what people were saying in the industry. It's just like I don't know a comic bringing you on the road with him. I guess it's like living at Chappelle's house. Nah, not that one guy. Yeah. Well, Moab. No, no, to be honest, I would never want to live at Chappelle's house. That's like my goddamn idol. I'd be like too, I'd be too, I'd be too on edge. I I'd wouldn't be okay live. With it I wouldn't probably live stay there. I, don't you get me wrong. Stay like, there I'm and not cool. even run into. Yeah, I'm cool, but I would never live how I normally live. Like I would make my bed every day. Yeah, that would be crazy. I'd wash dishes that aren't mine. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be crazy. Chappelle's wash house. The dishes, Alex. I would turn into a butler immediately. Just pick up all the shit. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you want this? Uh. But nah, yeah, I think that's that's a good cosign though. Like, uh, what do you call it? Attell brought Ian Fidance. Was bringing mm-hmm. Ian Fidance on a road with him. That was super cool. I think maybe a Rogan podcast is equivalent in music to getting a Drake first. Oh, yeah. Well, he's like the new Johnny Carson. That's what it is. Like, oh yeah. Rogan, oh, yeah. yeah, Rogan's Carson right now, bro. We we, we kind of all needed one. Like I would think, right below, right below Rogan is a nah, but hundred k a hundred k sounds like a lot, but in the grand scheme, it's like you could actually make that back and make more off of that. Letterman's not still doing shit, isn't he? Like Netflix stuff, I think. He has Netflix, right? Yeah, but it's not TV though, right? No, no. I don't think he does that show anymore. The Netflix show. Yeah, no, I would, I would say, I there's would only say, like five episodes ever. I would say it's Rogan, anything with Letterman, and then uh, Conan and Jimmy Kimmel tie for third. I would say Kimmel. Would, they're, they're saying Kimmel might not even be able to come back because of that blackface stuff. They're letting him back. They're saying they're letting him the, bow out. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing them, you know. I've ever heard in my entire life. Like the show's remote now, anyway. Yo, that is so stupid. Like. Like, he's like, on vacation bro, and they're saying was, it's not even gonna come back he was on saturday night live bro like like, like acting as some, like like nobody canceled robert downey jr when he played that shit on tropic thunder he won and a I fucking he almost i think he won a fucking award for it he did but but i'm not saying he shouldn't have because it was a wow. great role dude he did a good job <laughs> like <laughs> it's a movie dude it's a movie like like like, like all these all these new rules now, like, I remember I actually got into an argument with somebody, like, years ago about this, where they were like, how do you feel about, like, a, uh, like, how do you feel about, uh, like, white actors uh, getting, like, 
darker tans to play like darker people, basically like black people. And I was like, it all depends on who's in charge of casting them, <laughs> who's putting their money up, and and then who has a certain vision for a certain movie. It's like everyone's there to do a job, bro. If you got offered the job and you need the money and you take it, I can't really hold it against you for being an actor playing a guy. That's, That's a new a thing, job, bro. Like, 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 I can't. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I can't really get mad at that. Hollywood's so weird. That's the same thing as like that guy who did the Cleveland show or whatever, and he wasn't a black voice actor. So they're like, I'm going to step down from my position. Yeah. And what's her face? Step, step down from Big Head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I forget her name. I think that's a little too much. I get the sentiment. I think it's a little too much. No, that's what I'm saying. I get like the trying sentiment. too hard. No, I get the sentiment. But once again, it, it, it's overall, it, it, it almost starts to become a little bit too patronizing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Where, where, where now it's Vinny it, it, Slate. That's you know, everybody jumping at the at the chance to fire themselves. <laughs> it, it, it seems patronizing. You get more well, good it, press than anything. You probably get a better job yeah, after too. Think about know, it. We don't care, dude, dude. Like a good, like a good. For example, like nobody has ever complained about Professor from Ant One. Why? because he was good at basketball. <laughs> Whether you liked it or not, he was a white dude that was great at basketball. Nobody has ever complained about the professor, yet every voice actors are firing themselves. You're playing a voice, bro. Can you can you imagine the voice yeah, well, actor didn't want the job anymore? He's like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna fire myself. I don't want the job, but make it look good for black people. Yo, dude, it, did- <laughs> it seems it seems a bit much. It, it dude, did you see did you see Tim Dillon's rant? After this all went down, the Jimmy Fallon, the Jimmy Kimmel thing, and then Jenny Slate came off and said she's leaving Big Mouth because she plays a she plays a half Jewish, half black character, but she's a white Jew. And Tim Dillon said she should be killed. She should be murdered. <laughs> For her to do that and knowingly play a black person and she's white, she should be killed. And it was so fucking funny. They're like, they're like, she's just stepping down from the show. That's not, that's not enough. She should be murdered. She should be killed in front of everyone, and she should never be able to work again. It's, it's literally hilarious. Um, but yeah, she, uh, that was. It's just like, I mean, blackface is obviously a racial undertone. I get some stuff like the Robert Downey Jr. character in Top of Thunder is just so goddamn funny. But like, obviously, if there's actors out there who are just good enough for the role, you should probably have like an Indian guy play, an Indian actor play an Indian guy or whatever actor play whatever guy. I honestly, I'm all for comedy. I think if it's animated and the voice is just that good, I mean, I don't really give a shit. You're not going to have a white guy. Really, I guess Cleveland's the only example where a white guy is playing a black guy, you know, but it's animated. So you don't, it's not like you're, you know, it's just a voice. But I mean, yeah. when you're not fucking good at voices, like the Cleveland voice is a fucking classic. Or I don't know if it's Cleveland, whoever we're talking about. Also, the dude from The Simpsons, the guy who would run the bodega, it was like an Italian guy playing a Middle Eastern guy or whatever, or an Indian guy, Sonny, whatever. But um, just some examples. I mean, I don't fucking know. It's all subjective. Remember that thing Pete Rock put up and everyone got mad at him? What? Someone put up the same thing, and it's a fact check now. It's fit saying it's fake, like that Dr. Lie, the African doctor. And this is very interesting because – Oh, I sent that to you today. In Pete Rock's comments, a lot of like people were getting at him, get at him. Like a lot of black people were like, "This is fucking lies, bro. What are you talking about? This doctor's crazy." And a lot of like you could tell like pro-Trump people were like, "See, COVID's bullshit." So it was getting political. But the doctor, the the doctor was African, and a lot of uh, African American people posted it, which was very interesting to me. 
that could be true because that hydro that hydrochlorophyne or whatever and the zinc I've seen been seen the proof to save lives. I know people in government who take that. I know people who in government who are telling me that zinc and uh, something in your tonic water can help. They take it on trips. It can definitely help. She's saying I did repost it though. She's saying literally. Well, they're saying fast fact checker. She false. treated 350 people. Fa- they said there's no cure for COVID-19, so masks are still important and vaccine is needed. And this story is false in conclusion. And hydroxychloroquine is not a COVID cure. If you want to be honest, I think this is weird censoring ship. This is weird how social media does this, by the way. I think all that shit is shady, and I don't think anyone really knows anything about. If you think about it, everything everything on the internet isn't a fact or fault. It's kind of like your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't get why this is a thing. This censorship. No, me neither. You know what I mean? It's weird. But like I get it. I guess there's people who would really go out there and like fucking chug bleach after hearing the fucking president talk about it or somebody. Well, you might just be a moron to do that. I guess these platforms are covering their asses in a way. But I think they're trying to be too political. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just once again, it's not genuine. That's the yeah. one thing that matters the most. You know, it, it, everybody's overreacting to, to, to almost how they feel they should react so that everybody else doesn't hate them so they're able to do what they're able to do. Like, yeah. That's it. Like, really. Like, but... I mean, it's whatever. It's, it's, it's Everything's fake now anyway. Steps are, yeah, steps are being made in the right direction. That's all that matters. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to say that, you know, oh, man, there's so many good people. There are good people out here, you know what I mean? But at the same time, these major corporations, the heads of those, whoever really owns that shit, it's tough to say if they really give a fuck or if it's just good business. Yeah, that's it, really. And I highly doubt a fucking established doctor like that, unless the video's completely edited up and chopped up, is going to just go on a lying rant like that. They were saying the news but source. The news source is inaccurate. Mm. Like they're like known for inaccurate information and Trump supporters. But I don't know. That's I don't fine, but if a, That's a fine. But if a doctor, it could be the source. But if that doctor is going to say she knowingly treated 350 corona patients with that uh, cure – or that medication, and it worked on all 350 of them. She and I'm gonna believe her. She's telling the truth. I'll it tell you the not, kicker it here. It might not work for everyone in the everyone in the world that has it. But she went if she went 350 and 0 on saving lives with that shit, then you might want to fucking just. I'll fucking I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the kicker here too. You can go to 10 different doctors and get diagnosed with 10 different things. It's all trial and error. Well, that's why I know that's why, it's, and especially fucking. But they were saying that, high, that, that 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 drug is over the counter in other countries, and we're trying to political like we're trying to like politicize this whole situation. So that's interesting. An over the counter drug everywhere else and not here. It's like might as well just risk it and take it. Like you said, you have nothing to lose if it's a low dose. In well, a way, it's over the counter. I don't know about the other shit. No, the other shit isn't. But in other countries, it is. Oh. So it's like weird, but I take whatever. zinc almost daily. So I mean, I just I don't I I don't think you can really believe truly anything anymore unless you like see it happen in front of your eyes. Well, that's especially, the one thing that fucks you up. If you're going to go by Twitter or fucking any of the shitty news sources out there. No, the thing that fucks me up is the fact that, like, say if you retweet something, how do you know that person who runs that account isn't racist or is, like, having an agenda? You know what I mean? Like, what the thing you post? I don't know. Like, a meme could be offensive or, like, the person who runs that account is, like, hates Jewish people. It's, like, it's like a lot of what ifs. I don't think you can think that far into it because you'll end up wanting to fucking blow your brains out 24-7. But you could get shit for it. Guilty by association. Then fuck it. I'd be like, all right, my bad. Like, uh, give me a break. I mean, you want to cancel me? You want to murder me? I right, welcome it. Come, come at me. Come catch his hands. <laughs> all right, we done.
Yeah, right, we've been on it for a minute. Wait. All right, word. All right, word, yo. Word. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm out there where I need to be making it happen. Word, that's dope. I don't know if you're still recording, but just keep it basement. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. Love you all. We'll be back. We'll be fun. Love you cute. guys. Alex, Tom, Zappy, and Michael Sweeney. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you. Peace. Peace. You're so nice. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan, and you follow the artist, and you study your artist, and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers that have 20 questions and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipe? Yeah, Sipe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. What, keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. You are tuned in. <laughs> you are tuned in to the Keep It Basement podcast with your boy, Sweeney. Y'all heard? What up, Sween? Now tune to motherfucking Derelict. Keep it basement with the Sweens. That's the name of the podcast. Keep it basement with the Sweens. Keep it basement. We out. Welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over a hundred possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Keep It Basement is brought to you by Promescent. Promescent is a safe, proven, effective, lasting longer spray that can delay ejaculation and let men enjoy lovemaking in a way that they didn't know was possible. Promescent isn't just a spray to help you last longer in bed. It's a way to slow down the clock, giving you more time to play, more time to explore, and more time to discover new levels of intimacy with your partner. The primary benefit of using Promescent is that it is a local therapy and you won't have the risk of experiencing side effects like you would with an oral supplement. Simple and easy to use, just spray on the underside of the head of your penis 
and some on the underside, shaft as well. Apply three or more sprays, but no more than ten, and rub in. Wait five to ten minutes until it is fully absorbed into your skin. Don't forget to wash off the spray before engaging in sexual intercourse. Promescent offers spray, lubricant, condoms, and Betaflux, an erectile dysfunction pill, and offers free shipping on U.S. orders over $10. Follow Promescent on Instagram or visit promescent.com for more information. This is the Keep It Basement Podcast. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Laughable, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you can listen to us at. And also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Keep It Basement. And check the YouTube page out, Keep It Basement YouTube, for more interviews and content coming your way. Thank you for listening. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dank. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey (laughs) Champs. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. Uh, Oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically... uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Keep it fucking moving. Um, Porn sex, it's like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Words of wisdom here. Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got like really strong pull-out game, okay? (laughs) Pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I have one too. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches? How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. Sick of it. Stay down the cellar and shut the fuck up. Now. Keep It Basin podcast it description. Basement. Find Keep It Basin with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with hosts Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at StealthModeMotorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate. Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job of California. If you don't like it, fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it.
Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.